Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light. This is Kim Martin Raymond, host of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, and uh, I am a minister. I'm a spiritual life coach. I am a author, and I am the founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a topic that is instrumental in what's happening right now. And right now we're talking about our youth. You know, as children are finding their way back to school and getting back uh, to face-to-face learning, some are still doing a hybrid of virtual learning and face-to-face. And, uh, you know, we've had many controversies, things that have been talked about with regards to mask mandates and other things that are going on. But we also have other programs that are taking place in and around uh, the country and also right here in the state of Georgia. So we're going to talk about one such program. And as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to ask my guest to introduce herself at this time, and we'll get started talking about her program. Lori? Hello, everyone. My name is Lori A. Manns, and I am the founder and president of Live Healthy and Thrive Youth Foundation Incorporated. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization based right here in Atlanta. And our mission is to educate, activate, motivate, and empower youth in the areas of academic achievement, fitness, nutrition, and total wellness. So Kim, I am ecstatic to be here and I can't wait to dive into this conversation. Yes, I am excited that you are here. You and I have been uh, friends for for a number of years and then we lost touch for a little while and then we kind of reconnected. And so it's wonderful to see you again. I'm glad to see uh, all the wonderful things that you are doing uh, through your organization and also outside the uh, outside of your organization because you do wear many hats. And yeah. I am just thrilled that you've taken time out of your busy schedule to, to join us today on the How Now podcast. So of course, let's talk a little bit about the program, because the one thing that I love about about your mission is that you talk about, you know, helping in in terms of education, in terms of fitness and health. I mean, all of the things that help to make our children well-rounded. It's not just about academics. It's not just about, about, you know, talents and, and sports. It's not just about fitness and nutrition, it's a culmination of all of those things. So yeah. talk a little bit about how you started the program. Well, I started the organization back in 2010. And mm-hmm. it's so hard for me to believe that, oh my gosh, it's been 11 years now. But I started it with the desire and the calling, you could say, to just simply give back to my community and to inspire people in my family, as well as Uh, people in the area where I live to help our kids get healthier so that they can live stronger, more well-balanced lifestyles. And back then I would go and speak in schools and I would see children who were obese and um, not really getting proper exercise. And 
you know, it was very disheartening for me because I would go to career days and speak to students and talk to them about their um, desires to, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And not enough kids said that they wanted to be doctors and, um, you know, in the medical profession and even wanting to be teachers, you know, a lot of them were saying they wanted to be in the entertainment industry. And so I was like, ah, we got to put more kids in um, the mindset of wanting to be in STEM, you know, science, yeah. technology, engineering, and math. And we got to put more in their mindsets about wanting to be in medicine and healthcare and, you know, education. And so I said, what can I do? And uh, that's when the idea popped into my head. Well, let me start doing more work with schools. And as I began doing that work, I found out that I really needed to have an organization. You know, I really need to have a company or a foundation under my belt. And so I started one. And um, the rest is history, as they say. Yes. And I mean, and that's wonderful because like you said, the, the, you know, with the push, especially in our um, education system with STEM and with, you know, and, and even some using terms such as STEAM, where they're talking about not just science and technology, the arts and, uh, you know, mathematics. And, and it's just really been, you know, and engineering, all those things are, are important and are key to our children. And just like you said, it's, it's difficult to to watch so many children, I guess, because of what they see in social media and, and on television, everything is about that quick, easy money that they can see by going into, you know, entertainment, going into music, going into rapping. And it doesn't require, uh, you know, it does require you having some acumen with regards to math. And, and hopefully they're looking into that. Some children don't even see that. They just see the dollar signs and where's the dotted line that they're supposed to sign on. Yeah. And, and, and not realizing that there's so much more to that and, and so much more to, to being in that field, but, but wanting, like you said, to get into the field of health and get into the field of, of science and medicine, because it's just not something that's pushed, you know? Right. Right. And, you know, today is so easy to pay attention to social media and to want to be a YouTube star. Right. or want to be IG famous or TikTok famous or whatever social media platform. Right. And, you know, all you need to do is cut some videos and then, you know, become an influencer. And today it's so easy for kids to get sidetracked and think that everyone can do that, right? It's just like, you know, watching the NBA and thinking that everybody can be an NBA star. Well, no, not everyone can be an NBA star right. and not everyone can be a social media influencer. Not everyone has the personality to do that. So that's why it's so important to educate our children to stay in school, develop healthy habits, and also to make sure that they are setting themselves up for a winning future by getting a proper education. And that does mean going to college. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then just like you said, the health piece, especially now in the midst of this pandemic, how important is it for our children to be healthy, to be able to stave off some of the, uh, you know, effects of this pandemic? You know, so, you know, not not only is it important for them to have that education, it's important for them to be here to be able to execute the things that they've learned, because we are, seeing, we are seeing so many of our young people, 
you know, passing away. We're seeing people in, in, you know, in my age range, in their 50s, in their 60s, you know, being taken out of here. And that's and that's definitely a concern because, you know, we don't want to, you know, see our youth, you know, expire or leave this earth before we do. They're our future, our legacy. And so there's so much more, you know, to, to, you know, being well-rounded than just having that education, but being able to be here, you know, that's important. And and that starts with developing healthy habits. And that's one of the things that we teach at Live Healthy and Thrive Youth Foundation. Our programs are centered around wellness, and that is every aspect of the mind, body, and spirit. And so not only do we tackle the fitness part, but we tackle the food part, the nutrition part, like what are you putting in your body? And are you getting proper exercise? And then are you also stimulating your mind by reading books and doing proper self-care and, you know, getting that um, checkup if you have to, if you need to see a therapist because you're suffering from depression or anxiety, any of that stuff. So of course, primarily we like to focus on the food, fitness and, and nutrition, but In these pandemic times, we've also understood very well that it also has to be a focus on mental health as well. And so the whole entire mind, body, and spirit is what we're focusing on, especially in this year and next year. And so we're just, you know, excited to be able to continue to do this work. And uh, one of our core programs is our Gardens Are For Kids program, where we build a garden at a school from the ground up and teach kids where their food comes from so they know the origins of food and they don't have to dip back into unhealthy habits of having everything that's you know fried and coming in a, a bag or a box, right. but they can understand that they can source their own food and grow it in their own backyard and be able to eat it within a couple of months. Like how great is that, right? Right. And and, and how and how timely is that? <laughs> With all the things that we've seen, we've seen so many people who have started gardens since this pandemic started and have seen the importance of being able to grow their own produce. And I mean, what a wonderful gift for children to to be able to have the knowledge to be able to not only do that, you know, at their local schools, but also be able to do it at home to be able to, you know, bring their their families in and and start those same types of of gardens and things like that in their communities. So, you know, just like you, you bring things to them, they can in turn turn around and take those things into their communities and use them for for their benefit as well. That's important. Yeah, absolutely. And the best part is that kids remember these lessons for a lifetime. You know, Um, if someone were to have shown you at the age of, you know, six, seven, eight, nine or 10, how to plant vegetables, you know, that's something that you would remember. It's a Mm -hmm. it's a transferable skill, but it's also a skill that lasts for a lifetime, because Mm -hmm. if you do it one time, something just as simple as planting vegetables is something that you remember like, oh, we didn't do it like that. We did it like this. And, you know, if they learn why, you know, certain things are done, you know, and, and when you plant a garden, that's incorporating science, mathematics, and technology, and all of these learning skills and um, applicable lessons that they're going to be able to take with them in other areas of their life. 
is something that is priceless. That's it. That's it. It is priceless. And, and like you said, it's all about sustainability. Sustainability, not not only nutritionally, but also, like you said, education-wise, being able to to broaden your base so that you're able to navigate and 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 operate in different different uh, you know areas. Yes. That you're not you're not pigeonholed into doing one particular thing, but that you see that there are options. And that's so important, I think, for our youth to be able to see that they have options, that right. there are other things that they can be doing besides, like you said, uh, beyond, beyond the, the 15 minutes of fame. Right. You know, something that they can be able to do if they're an athlete and they're able to do it for a certain period of time that they know that after that they have other options. They have other areas that they can, uh, you know, they can go into because they have that knowledge. So, you know, it's important to be able to to let our children know these are these are your opportunities so that, that way they can make informed decisions. That's what, that's what's important to be able yeah. to make those informed decisions. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I heard a quote, um, and right now I cannot remember who said it, but the quote basically states that children become what they see. And um, whoever said that was so spot on because children really do aspire to be whatever they see displayed in front of them. And Mm -hmm. if that is, you know, a doctor or if that's a lawyer, or if that is a chiropractor, a dentist, or astronaut, you name it, you know, they are wanting to be what they see. And because social media is so prevalent, many of these kids want to be whatever they see on social media or whatever they see on TV. And so you're right, it is really a they're, our children are a product of their environment yes. and they are also a product of what they see displayed in front of them. So we want to give them the opportunity to see professional people yes. who are able to be role models for them that they have been able to meet mm-hmm. and or see on a screen, like in, in a screen, not a TV screen, but a live screen where they have been on a, a virtual training, or they have been face-to-face in person with that doctor or that dentist or that, you know, teacher or that, you know, whoever it is that we bring for them to see. And so that's just, you know, something that we've seen that has been so impactful because the parents come back and tell us, oh my gosh, that doctor that you guys had come and speak at the workshop, my kids just remembered it. Oh, you know, that chef that you had come and do the demo, my kids love that, you know, recipe and we even make it at home. You know, those are the things that we get told by our parents and we know that, okay, it's working, it's working and it's making an impact on our children. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like I said, you know, I think about when we were kids and, you know, career day used to be great because all the firemen and policemen used to come to the school and we'd be like, wow, you know, and and nurses and doctors and we'd be all impressed. And, you know, you you go to some of these career days and, and, you know, people are coming in. Yeah, I work here. I work there. It it, it just it's lost its its zest, you know, and 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 that was something that, you know, has been has been difficult. And so it's wonderful that, you know, we have platforms where, where people can come in and, and especially for our, you know, black and brown children to be able to see people that look like us and, and to be able to see women in, in prevalent positions, because that hasn't always been the case. And we've seen people step into 
wonderful positions of power. And, and, and it's always important to have platforms to showcase, you know, people who, who have worked hard and who have, you know, gained their education and, and gotten their degrees and, and done the work to right. be able to get into that position. And so, you know, platforms like these are important for our youth, like I said, especially our black and brown boys, especially, yes. you know, but especially for our young ladies too, especially in the fields of science and technology. We're seeing a surge in that and, and it's beautiful to, to, you know, to be able to show, showcase and to highlight that. Absolutely. You know? And so, so one thing I did want to ask is I know that, you know, COVID hit last year and, and I'm sure that it put a little bit of a, of a, you know, the breaks on a few things. How are you able to make some of the transitions there? Well, with COVID um, bursting onto the scene and the pandemic affecting everything from um, basically March or April of 2020 until this point, uh, it forced us to do some of our programming virtually. Mm -hmm. It forced us to do our board meetings virtually. Uh, it, it, and it also tightened up the purse strings with some of our uh, prior donors and some of our prior sponsors. And so we just had to try to get more creative about raising money. Uh, we had to get more creative, cre excuse me, creative about how we were going to execute our programs. Um, and then what we're having to deal with now is that everybody is having you know, virtual meeting fatigue, you know, and, um, and they're like, oh, if I got to get on one more Zoom meeting, or right. if I got to get on one more WebEx meeting, or whatever right. the case, um, uh, the issue is that, you know, we got to do what we got to do, right, mm -hmm. so we don't want to stop doing the work, we're not going to stop doing the work, right. so we just have to find more creative ways to make an impact, and, um, you know, so our summer camp this year it was virtual mm -hmm. um but we did you know get to the school to be able to give kids their um prizes and and um you know gift bags for participating in the program to give them mm -hmm. an incentive uh but we have just kept going we have kept going in the sense that we have done community fundraisers and uh we're working on some uh fundraisers for the fall so we can do our fall programs um, and we, we're just going to keep going and doing what we have to do, because at the end of the day, we want to continue doing this work. The work is needed yeah. and uh, we cannot not show up for our children. And at the end of this year, excuse me, on December 4th, we're hosting our 11th annual Pinnacle Awards and Scholarship Gala. And that's going to be in um, this year on September, December the 4th. And we're going to limit the amount of people who come live to the event. We're going to live stream the event. And so we're just going to make the concessions where we can, how we can, so that we can continue to do the work that we feel like um, is needed and is, is very impactful in our community. And I love that. I love that, that you do have that, that, uh, event and that you do it annually and, and that, you know, children are being recognized and children are, are being offered opportunities to be able to, to advance because we know that, you know, it, there are challenges, you know, yeah. there are still challenges we have going down the pathway, even in educating our children and in doing things virtually, because there are some who don't have access and so we know that that can be a challenge as well. And I mean, just like you said, we're all taking steps and trying to find creative ways 
in which to bring this information, in which to create these platforms and to bring this information to our youth, you know, those who can get it and and then putting it in the hands of those who may not, uh, you know, have the opportunities to get it all virtually, that they're still having an opportunity to, to hear it. Yes, and to engage. Yes, yes. You know, you're you're right because, you know, one of the things that we had set out to do earlier this year was to try to provide computers. And the company that we were going to partner with, um, instead of going through the nonprofit organizations that they had, you know, initially said that they were going to partner up with, Mm -hmm. they said, you know what, we're just going to go straight to the schools. (laughs) And so, um, you know, they did that. And so the nonprofits were left to say, oh, okay, well, what are we going to do now? Like, so we had to try to get creative to do our own work and to do our own programs where we, we then, you know, went straight to the community as well. And so uh, it is just a a forever changing world. Yes, yes. (laughs) uh, The times are different. um, And we find that we have to be able to transform, um, reevaluate and pivot whenever is necessary. And so our plans remain fluid and we just remain um, innovative and as creative as we possibly can to make sure that the work still gets done and still gets done at a quality level where we feel like excellence has still played a role in our delivery. Absolutely. And, and, and what I think is what a, what a better way, what better way to have, have the children to see these experiences that we're going through and the transparency that comes along with saying, okay, we're having the pivot. You see, we have to make changes. Everything doesn't happen as seamlessly as we want it to. And when things like this happen, children are looking to see how we're going to react. They're looking to see how we're going to respond. They're looking to see what things we're going to do when we're met with challenges. And so I think it's a wonderful way in which our children can, can see that this is how we problem solve. This is how we cope. This is how we, you know, deal with adversity on levels beyond anything that you could have imagined. And, and so, beyond anything you can control. Yes, yes. And that they can see that this is what can happen. Sometimes you're not always going to be in control of the things that are going on around you. And here are some of the ways that you can deal with it. Th- th- these are some of the ways that, that you can be innovative and creative and use some of the, the tools and, and the things that you've learned to, you know, to be able to, to uh, you know, maneuver, to be able to transform, to be able to make those pivots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're absolutely right. So um, I'm just so committed and dedicated to continue this work. So um, thank you for having a platform to just be able to talk about it. <laughs> yes, because yes, it's important and it's needed. And just like I said, the, the platform of the how now is talking about the now. And, and, and this is what's happening right now, but this is not going to always be the now. There'll be other things that are going to happen. There'll be new things that are going to come down the pike. You know, the old is behind us. We're looking forward to what's coming, you know, next. But, you know, we're, we're, we're going to continue to move in this space of now and, and, you know, figure out what's best to help us as we're moving forward. So I thank you like I said, for the work that you're doing. I thank you for, you know, the, the commitment that you have to your community, to, to our youth. And, you know, and I just pray that you continue to push forward in that effort. Thank you so much. It means the world to me, Kim. I appreciate that. (laughs)
Yes. Now, of course, before we wrap things up, I definitely want to ask you about what you're doing to cope in this now, because, uh, you know, many of our listeners, uh, you know, week after week, you know, I talk about creating our peaceful existence, which is the acronym for COPE. You know, so people are trying to figure out, you know, how do I live in this space? How do I navigate in this space? And people are doing different things in, in you know, to, to help in that process, especially with this uptick. What are some of the things that you're doing in this now? Wow. Um, first of all, I love that acronym, um, creating our peaceful existence. That is powerful. And uh, creating a peaceful existence for me means, first of all, protecting my peace. So anything that comes to uh, rob, kill, steal, destroy, it gets shut down immediately. Uh, I also believe in self-care. So I take time for me as busy as I am. I run a for-profit and a non-profit and um, both of those businesses I run um, at the helm is, you know, me, I'm the leader and a very, very small team. So I I try to practice self-care and take some time for me mentally to just unplug, read a book, take a bubble bath, do whatever I feel like I need to do to uh, get my mental space in a, in a healthy environment, in a healthy state. And, and then I pray and I meditate. And um, for me, prayer meditation is how I center myself. Yes. And um, I also keep a gratitude journal and I have a few people around me who don't mind telling me like it is. So I also, (laughs) I also get that feedback when I need to have it. And so, um, you know, those are, those are the things, but, you know, most importantly, um, I try to just protect my space and my peace and practice having a healthy mindset and thinking positive. Um, that's something that is hard to do when you see devastation and death all around you, you know, and this pandemic has brought devastation and death to many families and many households and, um, some in my family and, and people that I know. And so it's been very challenging to say the least, but, um, in the midst of it all, I'm still a believer and I know God is still good. And I just try to do the best I can and let him handle the rest. That's it. That's all you can do. Okay. So you heard it. Those are some of the things that Ms. Lori Mans is doing to live in this now. And, and, and like I said, those are wise words from a wise woman, like you said, who is very busy (laughs) and wears many hats. So, uh, you know, let us know how people can get in contact with you if they're interested in the, uh, organization or if they're just interested in some of the other services that you provide. Well, as I stated, um, as a philanthropist and entrepreneur, I run a nonprofit and a for-profit. My for-profit business is called Quality Media Consultant Group, and uh, we provide media, marketing, and sales services for small business owners to teach them how to grow and scale their businesses. And that website is qualitymediaconsultants.com. And in regards to the nonprofit philanthropy work that I do, That organization, once again, is called Live Healthy and Thrive Youth Foundation. And that website is www.livehealthyandthriveyouth.org. And if you want to be involved, all you have to do is go to our website, 
fill out a volunteer form, or if you'd like to serve on our board of directors, we have a couple of seats open. Inquire on our team page. Again, the website is livehealthyandthriveyouth.org. And um, we also have an 800 number, and that is 1-800-551-3775. So contact us, reach out. We're also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> awesome. I love all the ways. In all, which all the ways, to connect. right? All okay. the ways. That's what, that's what media is about. That's what... That's what uh, I'm sure your uh, your uh, quality media consulting group is all about, helping people to to be able to get themselves uh, out there and and get their businesses, you know, noticed and and contacted. And that's that's what's important. That's what's important. So, again, you know, we'll have that information in the description for the show. And again, that's www.livehealthyandthriveyouth.org. That's for the Live Healthy and and Thrive Youth Foundation. And then also qualitymediaconsultant.com. And that's for the Quality Media Consultant Group. Yes. Okay, did I get that right? Yes, so that's qualitymediaconsultants.com. So consultant with, with the S on the end. With the S, okay. Don't uh, forget the S. It changes everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> so again, Laura, I thank you so good. much. Thank you, Kim. Yes, I thank you so much for taking the you. time to, to come out and, and to, um, you know, let people know about the organizations and the wonderful work that you're doing. And I wish you much, much continued success and blessings over all that it is that you seek to do. And may God find favor in everything that you are doing for our youth, for our families, and for our community. Thank, Thank you so much. Dear. Much love to you. Thank you so much. Take okay, care. so that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until I see you the next time, I say peace.